Chris Joffrey here, and welcome back to EM Intro. On this episode, I'd like to go over a couple of the great resources you can use to help you on your clerkship. To start, I'd like to go over some of the pocket resources you can use. These are going to be your new best friend. I'd recommend using one of these at a minimum, if nothing else. They're incredibly efficient to use while on a shift, and most people have a smartphone these days, so a lot of these come as an app. When it comes to apps, by the way, I really only endorse those that come in both iOS and Android forms because not everyone has an iPhone and most people don't really have Windows phones yet, so there really aren't a whole lot of options for those. So first, my favorite is an app called Palm EM, and this is available on both iOS and Android and has uh, some pretty good tablet and phone compatibility as well. It costs about $10, and I think it's really great for medical students and residents. It pretty much has everything you need for coming up with good differential diagnoses from most of the common complaints, gives some info on disposition, and does have some treatments that include dosing. That's something that's tough to get used to when you start as an intern or if you're asked about those things as a medical student because... A lot of times we know what drug to use, but don't ever get taught about the dose that we need to use. It's got a lot of great PEED stuff like Broslow tapes, and it has some basic ultrasound uh, resources. So if you're going to buy one app for this clerkship, I think it should be this one. I don't make a penny from it, so uh, I don't really have any financial disclosures to make. But again, I highly recommend this one. The second one I want to talk about is the EMRA Basics of Emergency Medicine. This is a small paperback book. I haven't personally used it, but I've heard some good things about it, so you might want to look it up or consider it. I don't think they have an app form yet, so if you like paperback and uh, physical books, then this might be something for you. Although I haven't used it, I like most of the stuff that Emra puts out, but I can't give you my own personal experience, so ask around and see if anyone has ever used this, or maybe you could borrow it. Another great pocket guide would be the EMRA Antibiotic Guide. This one does come as an app on both iOS and Android. I pretty much use this daily. This is a great pocket resource for antibiotic choice, duration. It's got a lot of good substitutes for allergies if that comes up. I wouldn't say this is a substitute for your local hospital's antibiogram, so if you have one, then I would use that. But this pretty much covers everything else that it might not. And uh, it costs about $16.00 and it comes in a physical form as well. And then there's Pocket Emergency Medicine. This is basically the red or green books that you might see the internal medicine residents carry around. It's more expensive than the Palm EM app, probably not much more useful. It costs about $55 and it doesn't come as an app. So I like Palm EM better, but if you like books, this one might be something you might wanna check out. Okay, so Now I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the website resources that are out there, and I'm not going to talk about blogs for this particular section. The first one, CDEM, you can Google it or go to www.cdemcurriculum.org. And I think this is probably your best place to start for the clerkship. This will give you a lot of your approach to different complaints and is most relevant for medical students at your level. The second one is one that a lot of you are probably familiar with, and that is UpToDate. It is a paid service, and most programs have a subscription to it. 
You've probably used this one a lot during the inpatient wards, and it has its role in the ED, but is probably not going to be as useful for your clerkship. During your clerkship, you'll probably be judged a lot on your ability to create differentials and think about workups up to date. Probably isn't going to be your best resource for that. Feel free to use it if you have time, but remember efficiency is key in the ED, and I'd stick to some of your pocket resources that I talked about earlier. The third resource I want to talk about is orthobullets.com, and some of you may know this already. A lot of the ortho residents use it. It's relatively thorough, probably has more than you need, but it is organized pretty well, so, and it's free, so that's also a definite bonus. The fourth one is called Radiology Assistant, and that is radiologyassistant.nl. I think it's a Dutch website, but it is in English. You can just Google Radiology Assistant, and you'll probably be your top link. A lot of it isn't completely relevant to the ED, unfortunately, but they do have a lot of good tutorials and some illustrations giving you an idea of what you're looking at. So I definitely check that out. And then the last one I want to talk about is ACA Doodle. You can Google it or just go to acadoodle.com. They've got some great videos on the basics of ECG and ABGs for those of you that are a little rusty or didn't feel like you got a solid foundation at the start. There are a lot of websites that are great resources to beef up your ECG skills, and some of those will be on my website, but these will really help you get solid on the basics, so I'd highly recommend it. There is a small fee to get access to all of the videos. The free ones should get you going and help you decide if you want to fork over the small fee to, to get the rest, so i definitely at least take a look. Finally, I want to bring up some of the great blogs that are out there. I want you to keep in mind that most of these are not created for student education in mind. And if anyone finds any out there that are really great um, in the context of medical student education, please leave me a message so I can update this episode in the future. It's a good idea to be aware of some of these blogs and podcasts, but just know that they aren't going to be particularly high yield for beginners. The first one, and yes, I'm putting in a plug. This is EM Intro, and this is my own personal blog. My goal for this one is to more or less create a good portal for students and residents to help organize and guide some of the resources that I find helpful and anything anyone suggests. The second one is Ultrasound of the Week, and that's made by our very own Dr. Ben Smith. It's a good start for a case-by-case practice of ultrasound. It'll do less to teach you how to be a sonographer and how to take good images, but It can get you exposed to some early on and help you learn how to interpret some of these things. And then, of course, there's MRAP. I think a lot of people have probably heard of this one by now. I think this is probably one of the most popular podcasts. It does cost money. I'm not sure how much it costs for a student, so I'll uh, check that out. But uh, I would say that this is probably low yield for students. So unless you have access to it for free, I wouldn't fork out too much cash for this at this point. But it's good to be aware of it because it'll be really useful later on down the road. Just to name a few others, you've got LEM, MCRIT, Ultrasound Podcast, EM Basic, Rebel EM, and Life in the Fast Lane. Be aware that there's a lot more out there that I haven't listed. Um, Don't feel obligated to dive in too deep at this point in your career. A great way to get your feet wet is to check out hashtag FoamEd on Twitter and start following a lot of these folks who put out this great stuff. Uh, It can really get you a head start in knowing what people are talking about and... um, help you find good resources out there. Finally, before we finish off, I'd like to mention 
two things. The first is the Emergency Medicine Clerkship Primer. This is a book that's pretty comprehensive in everything you need to think about, know, and prepare for for your emergency medicine clerkship. You can Google it and download a free PDF, or you can buy it on Amazon as a paperback version. Again, this is called the Emergency Medicine Clerkship Primer. The second is the Emergency Medicine Residents Association, or EMRA, and I highly recommend joining this organization as a student because it's cheaper than joining as a resident. And also there is a lot of great resources to get you going and get you a mentor for your emergency medicine clerkship. Again, I want to remind the audience out there that if anyone has a particular resource uh, that really helped them through their clerkship or knows of any other good resources, please leave me a comment or an email so I can consider revising the episode in the future or adding it to my blog. Thanks again for listening and Feel free to share with any students out there that are interested in emergency medicine.